Well, um, welcome to our first uh, Anime Roundtable Digest episode. This is essentially the, um, well, in many ways, I guess this is the episode that we were supposed to have done this week because the episode, the regular episode, the regular episode that's coming up is the episode we should have done last week. So, um, well, we want to just to, for the sake of having doing two episodes in two in in, in a two week period. But this one, you know, will just be a little bit shorter. And we did want to dedicate some time to talking about um, recent goings on in the industry, especially at the New York City Comic Con. Since um, you know, we did our very first show, one of our early shows on the first uh, New York City Comic Con, and we'll talk. And we want to talk a little bit about the American Anime Awards. And uh, boy, there's a lot of issues there. Um, so, so you know, welcome to the first uh, Anime Roundtable Digest. Uh, with me around the table, um, industry observer James Austin. And to my left and straight ahead of me, uh, former form moderator and pan and scan connoisseur. Dean Kolak. So they'll they'll join me to do the to talk a little bit about what ha- the goings on in the la- in the last couple of weeks from late April and on late February and on. So uh, let's quickly. Uh, where do you want to start? Where do we start with the uh, New York City? We'll we'll get to the Anime Awards a bit I, later. But I say well, I guess maybe first off, maybe what was picked up. Uh, yeah, first just just first. in case no one has seen what's picked up so far. And, and and for what it's worth, I know probably we're we're repeating crap that we've that has been known for weeks. But no, or, I'll try to, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna list off uh, names of some of these. Go you ahead. Could, you could get it off uh, manganews.net or Anime News Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tokyo Pop picked up the Full Metal Panic novels. I believe all of them. It's not listed in what I'm reading right now um, in the NHK. article. Is Welcome to the NHK as well. Um, yeah. As for manga titles, to me, they're not they're, much. I mean, th- there's there's a, a few of them, but I mean, I've never heard of them. There's like uh, Pick of the Litter by Suda Yuriko, Kuri Zaki no Hana by Mizuki Hakase, and a few others, one's called Baku, Cherry Juice, another one's called Takumi-kun, and another one, I believe, oh wait, um, another one might be an OEL, entitled Alex Unlimited, but Tokyo Pop seems to be big on OEL, so, um, for Go Comics, yeah, they may be, that may be the only thing they have at this point, <laughs> really, well, uh, pretty much, the way it's, things are going the for way them. manga's going with them, I would say they're trying to go into OEL territory now, because uh, yeah, unless, the only thing that could save them in terms of the regular market is if they, uh, you know, pub, uh, if they team up with a Japanese, uh, an established Japanese publisher, they, they, they had for a while, I think, with Karaokawa and Kodansha, but Kodansha seems to have gone to Delray lately. With, uh, or at least yeah, initially, yeah. Well, because they, yeah. I admit they did start the manga revolution, but I think the coattails of that are long gone. Even though uh, they continue to talk about know, it, because they've really dropped. The I don't ball, know about, my opinion. I don't know about them revolutionizing things. As it was said in the podcast earlier, they revolutioned the, the concept of doing the right to left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's why I'm that, saying like that's they did about that. The only contribution. But I they were also doing it every two months. Which then was brought on P- by personally. I don't. Other I, ones, I don't have. Uh, that isn't happening. They're not even doing. Every I, I four don't view months. Tokyo Pop as being that great because I've gone through a lot of their mangas and there's. I don't know in high school I was always taught about you know making sure that your final like English essay or whatever means you know no typos grammar seems reasonable but there's so many cases where I'd run in a mo- run through a manga like in like for instance from Tokyo Pop Initial D or GTO. Or I Magic Knight Rare, you, where there's stuff like there's actual bubbles where there's nothing there, or you know they just translate something I just the wrong way. Personally, to go and on that f- one for mm-hmm. their earlier stuff, I didn't see that much of a problem. The only publisher I really saw a problem with 
was Comics One, and they were always a problem. Yeah. Didn't, didn't they go out of business? Yeah, and yeah. now Doctor Master still has a bit of that problem, but they're getting better. And Infinity Studios was the other part of it, right? I think yeah, so, okay. something like that. But right. um, continue, going to continue, Biz continue. and continue. others. Anyways, to continue some of the other companies that picked up stuff, there's a company called Gokami, which picked up a um, few mangas: Lamp no Osama, Hikatsu, Kana, which is actually a manga that I was reading Scanlator for a while, and I'm happy they picked it up because the Scanlators went like. Yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? They, well, they stalled. Okay, so do it I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Not do it now, do it later. Yeah, but they're a nice small publisher. I, I, they're kind hopefully, of like, I'm hoping that their translation's good and that you know, not many typos. Because I, I would say, it, actually, I shouldn't say that it's restricted to Tokyo Pop because Delray does it too. Like in the first volume of School Rumble, they mistranslate uh, one of the characters in in an Omake chapter as being a uh, character's cousin, not his brother, which is right way and uh, they also picked up two other mangas called love master and mask of the red death which i well I'm, i've never heard of i'm not sure about you so yeah. it seems like it's an oel the uh, uh they do look, a few OELs. the artist is named wendy so i'm guessing i'm yeah, assuming it's an OEL, <laughs> actually i think i those and now actually up. this one i should be letting you go with because it's uh yen press and you were mentioning them earlier james well yen press i think was the winner of the show they weren't even there but they just dropped the bomb without even being there, I feel. First of all, they picked up uh, Spiral. They picked up Zombie Loan. They picked up Alice on Deadlines. They picked up um, Spiral's Black the God. And Spiral those and are all square the Enix. Spiral was an interesting Spiral one. Spiral and um, Zombie Tokyo Lone Pop had it. Tokyo yeah, Pop initially had yep. them, but that those deals Zombie fell Lone's also from Peach Bits. Which is another interesting thing since Tokyo Pop seems to be releasing some Deer stuff. Uh, they released Deer and... and they also released Rose and Maiden, but um, the newest Peach Pit went to um, Delray because it was from Kodansha, but this one was published in Square Enix, and all these tiles are Square Enix. The only one they didn't get was the OEL, which was, oh, I, you know her. She's the girl from Oakville. She did DramaCon. I can't remember her name. Oh, is it oh, by any chance? Svetlana Chmakova. I apologize. I, but I, I feel just that, that is a big name. coup for them to start off their OEL line. Also, so the Goka, uh, who, Yen Press. Yen Press. Wow. And this okay. is by Hachette. That is the parent company, and it's being started by um, I can't remember, but the two guys are well known. One was from DC, and the other was the buyer for um, one of the things. I just can't remember him okay. off the top. But they seem to be in good hands. But we'll have to wait and see. They said also they're going to try next year and do a monthly anthology, kind of like Shonen Jump. See, I don't Shonjo know. If they want to do it, my suggestion to them is do OELs because that is the mm. best way to promote the OELs. I don't know. The I, I, mangas and that, you can't do it. After, like, like I, and we were talking yeah. about Tokyo Pop earlier in the show because they started with anthology, with doing yeah, the mix with, scene, mi- mix. with the old mix scene. And, you know, I, I just, I'm just not sold on the idea of anthologies nowadays. And, and I, and I heard, and then with the news that Shonen Jump was, um, was decreasing, was decreasing publication. Was it shown monthly Shonen Jump? Was oh yeah, that that that's been cut off in Japan. Yeah, so yeah, I know, even I in Japan now, it's not it's exactly. Starting to go. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of those monthly anthologies or weekly lame anthologies, they're practically all the same, right? And like I was mentioning this either to you, uh, Mike, or to James or someone earlier, like about how um, magazines are really not the way to go. If if they mm-hmm. go, if they really want to make money, it's why not go with a digital form, right? Mm-hmm. If they're gonna do, it, I mean, if they're gonna go with the anthology, like stuff. an anthology or like like a news magazine. I mean, if it's in a, ma- if the news is in a magazine, it's already being posted online somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like someone's beating you to the punch, right? You got to get some extra stuff in there. And that's actually going to lead into our next thing, which uh, they're going to be distributing to bookstores, Hachette, on uh, behalf of Sovereign Media, which is this Otaku USA magazine, which we were talking about uh, before the show. Yet another it's going to be coming out in June. Magazine. But this one actually has some balls it, it behind comes, it. it. Comes as, many have sa- as many have said, this, I can guarantee you, I think is going to be as good and big as Pulp could have been if it kept on going and pulp was one of my favorite didn't you say one of the, the one, one of the people involved in this uh, yes he was from actually pulp? W- from pulp which was part of this and that is patrick um i can't say his name Machias or whatever okay i know yeah and um but basically it's well gonna known. be uh 11.99 canadian 9.99 in the u.s 150 pages full print glossy you're gonna have a dvd for game demos and I honestly stuff, do wonder what, what kind of game demos will that be will it be like PC, PC games or will with, it be uh, with consoles they're going to have a full manga feature they're going to do Japanese pop culture they're going to do everything well, in hopefully, hopefully, so hopefully they're going to be very diverse and nice hopefully it'll come across okay it's just you know I'd, I'd personally not want to see you know another copy of Shonen Jump you know well this you is to be different. different they're doing they're doing in full car it's basically like a magazine for the otaku who wants to know everything about Japan. They're giving but, but you the every is, piece the thing is, and the man behind it, editor-in-chief Patrick uh, Ma- la, my mind Don't worry about it. We know you know, know what you were just saying, you know, if, if I'm pretty sure that otaku would already know his, his share of information about Japan already. I mean, does he really need a magazine to tell him? Well, at the moment, I know the fellow, what he is, is he is a correspondent with um, an HK World Television on Tokyo Eye, and stuff like that so he has a very good eye for what to look for and probably what the readers are going to want to look for in articles from I Japan guess, I guess that's outside that I'm of about manga it. and anime you now know that what I'm I mean? thinking about it since it was mentioned in the podcast earlier it would be interesting to see you know stuff like uh, like anime cultural phenomenons like the maid cafes and actually there, there's there's different ones there was the butler one which was mentioned there's apparently a witch themed cafe hmm there you go. Anyways, uh, to can you continue on with That's some cool. of these licenses? Well, let me, oh, and oh, I oh. forgot to mention this because we want, uh, I want to backtrack a little bit. An interesting note on the light novels that we're, that are we're going to be hearing picked up, because I think the I think the I think the Holy Grail, at least to uh, right now in terms of light novels, is Haruhi Suzume. Thank you. Yes, I hate and to say I think, it, but I think Viz is going to have that. I think who knows? Who knows? Who honestly knows? As I said, it, it would be a worthy flagship title for any one of those pub- any publisher. Personally, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bandai picked yeah, it up because I mean, they same they, here, same here. they have this well, they have this working relationship with Kadokawa, right? Mm-hmm. Well, more so now. And and actually, uh, there was another licensee recently that's a Kawakawa production that it's that it's joint. It's um, Full Metal Pan. Full Metal no, Panic. No, 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 no. Something else. It was We're recently picked up. We're talking about the third, and it's yeah, the third right stuff. Yeah, that was announced basically there. They kind of confirmed what was already confirmed on anime on DVD when they did their kind of also, also coming out of the um, also wasn't the uh, the another anime called Shuffle. Also, isn't yeah, it that's a fun joint am- thing? Yeah, Funimation. with Funimation, Katakawa. Which title? So, Katakawa is doing it smart. Sorry, the license. Sorry, Mike? Which, uh, t- which title, I mean? The oh, third. The third. Okay. The third. And that is going to be right stuff, basically, doing the whole uh, Schmorzisborg and then um, Katakork. Whatever you want to call it. The whole kit and caboodle, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, basically, um, Katakawa, as always, is just going to be the licensor. But they've been smart, I have to admit. Just license the thing. Give it to the guys who know what they're doing. Don't screw it up like Toei and try to go in 
and with your ideas. Yeah, you have to go in and make sure you do it with what the market demands. Right. Um, can I continue? continue. Oh, I'm sorry. 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 We're sorry. We kind of back, back to the New York like comic. Half an hour. Con. Go ahead. Um, now, Viz, they picked up quite a bit of them, and there's at least three mangas that I've seen that they picked up. No, no, sorry. Four that I'm definitely interested in. Now, they picked up, uh, I'll, I'll name the lesser known ones, at least to me. Uh, there's one called Dragon Sword and Windchild, Muhyo and Rosie's Bureau of Supernatural Investigation, and that is not an OEL, actually, despite the title. Okay. There's oh, another okay. one, GYO. James was pronouncing it GYO. I have no clue. GYO. And there's another one. Did it start with you or something? That's yeah, there's another one called Uzumaki. Then there's those another. Those two have actually been released before. Yes, by they were done in the, uh, in the uh, large in format. Editors, oh, I think in editors just never come across but them. So. I want to tell you, Sign. They said they were re releasing them because of current horror trends. And I just can't believe that is the case because. They probably didn't do as well originally, so I don't know how many more people are going to buy Actually, it in the unflipped you, format. You had mentioned a was it Dark Horse or Delray had also been releasing Dark Horse, a horror manga Dark Horse and it wasn't doing releases well. Releases horror manga, and supposedly they've had to cancel Octopus Girl and Museum from Terror from Ido, who is a famous horror author who's done Tome and stuff like that, because they just weren't Ido? selling. By any chance, Ido Junji. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was either. Because that's, 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 that's the author of the two, these two that we're just talking about. I think it was. Because basically, um, Actually, what was the he title? did uh, Tommy is his most famous, which was the two in the first two volumes of Museum of Terror. Ah. But basically, they say current horror trends, but not all of them are selling well. Okay. The one that's selling well for um, Viz at the moment is Drifting Classroom, which yeah, is a very it's, good it's, classic it's, it's one. The, it's the same manga, but, though. But um, let's, go on, to the, uh, let's go on to the other uh, ones. Uh, hey, Strongly uh, 100%, uh, yeah, Face, and what was the well, other one? There, uh, please, please uh, I'll again. go through them. Actually, right now, I'll just go through them without commenting. Tagari, Protus, Hoshin Engi, or as it's known in North America, Soul, Soul Hunter. Hunter. Gintama, which I believe has recently been adapted as an anime. Pretty Face personal favorite and Ichigo 100% or Strawberry or 100%, 100%. So I'm used to the Ichigo here. yeah I think most of us did and, and, uh, and, and Viz has now both the manga and anime Hoshinengi oh and, and there's uh, three more Millennium Snow Yurara and Lovecom which is just being adapted into an anime okay which I'm, I'm looking forward to they Viz has announced they'll do um, Strawberry 100% yeah they, they the, picked the up anime, the anime they picked up both now okay. the anime was announced I think at the licensing thing for television stations just like when Blood Plus okay. was licensed now that doesn't mean it's going to happen I've heard bad things about the anime it's mixed but the thing is anything that happens at that one really does fall like it doesn't fall under the radar but it certainly doesn't get the type of hype I think it's kind of gray area because not all of them come out to light. Yeah. Some of them have like Prince of Tennis and Mar have basically went on Cartoon Network and they also have now going on to DVD. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. It would be interesting it. If, it, if, if it went on to Cartoon Network. It would be one of the first love slash harem comedies that I know of that would be on TV. Maybe Tenchi Muyo. I'm not sure mm -hmm. if it's ever been on US well, first, TV. I think when before they put them on TV, they first did it through their internet channel for basically show feeds and it did well enough to uh, it's interesting it. that they finally like officially licensed it because I know in sh the first few volumes of Shonen Jump they covered them just to put which, in a, uh, a which, uh, which title sorry uh, Ichigo 100% and Pretty Face okay. I remember in like the for next, uh, first well, I, I'm four interested. like I, I know about Ichi Ichigo I mean I admit I, I, I sort of kept up with that one uh, so I'm I, and we knew it was coming I, sooner or later but I don't know about that one. The I mean, I kept up. I, I I was keeping like the thing is, I, I only I, it caught my attention only because you know the anime was there. The um 
and it, and it had a it had a following in the scan community. Oh yeah, it's b- both. It's uh, well, well, I'm not going to say any, anything. I, more. I know, like I don't want to. I'm not going to say that you know it's the being scanned later than the only thing. But it, it, it was very worries. popular. So yeah, it's 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 a it's a pretty good series. I mean, Pretty Face is also something I liked. It's pretty much mm-hmm. about a guy who ends up getting into an accident, having to live the life of his of the girl that he really likes mm-hmm. as her twin sister. Okay, Those great. two, I would think, are going Shonen Jump Advance, but the worry thing is I hope it doesn't turn into another eyes fiasco where somehow they manage to find no, a no, way no, there's, there's to... Bit, no, Pretty I Face, yes. Pretty Face has a bit of that sort of stuff. I always it. say to myself, oh, they're never going to edit it, and then they find a way to do a silly edit. Okay. That's the... I just warn There's, you. there's just yeah, like a few more companies. I'll just... Let's just, okay, let's just keep going. Sorry. Okay. Uh, CMX picked up a few licenses. Two Flowers of the Dragon... Venus in Love, Tears of a Lamb, King of Cards, I Hate You More Than Anyone. Most of them are shoujo tiles. They seem to continually going on shoujo tiles, which is interesting. Personally, I'm not too fond of CMX because of what they did with Tenjo Tenge, so I can't avoid them. Yeah, I know you're a big Tenjo Tenge fan. I think that's why why they're going for more shoujo now than they used to because they realize that's the big cornerstone of the North American market and that they've defaced Tenten so much that they have to really bring back some of those. And they, 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 they haven't even much they, of they haven't even commented on on that. They've just kind of like, well, know. we've talked well, about have, that in past episodes. But I'm just so. saying where their trend lines. Are going. Yeah, the thing is with we said this in a past episode, but CMX has just felt with Tenten. They've gone to the point of no return with it, so yeah, they can't I know I'm not going to buy it. I'm anyway, sorry, but I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick to either checking out scanlations. I'm not going to say where to get them. Or you know, buying the original. Uh, um, let me just quickly. Uh, uh, you're going to the next. You're about to. No, 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 I'll let you go first. Um, I hate you more than anyone. Uh, is that what's called? No, I mean I, I, I didn't that, know that title, you hated the, me. No, you I, know what? <laughs> I mean, the title, the title, right? The title. Yeah, the title. I hate you more than anyone. That I, I saw pictures from it because it is in a like a uh, you know a sampler that I uh, that I got. Oh yeah. And it does look in, that one caught my attention. So. Um, you know, there, there you go. Is it more than just that the f- the title's called "I Hate You More"? Than no, it, it, the the plot looks actually quite interesting. Uh, I, the thing is, I forgot off the top of my head, so I, and I won't waste any, waste any more time on. All right, it, so. um, Dark Horse also picked up a license for a novel. Oh my God, is first end. That's Yumi Thomas, right? Yep. Uh, yep. I will but tell you a story about her sometime. Another novel. I can't remember what was though. I know that this, this is the only thing that's listed here. Okay, say I know. Uh, say your. Do you have anything to say about the about the uh, Oh My God novel? I'm oh. not a big fan of Oh My God. So I've seen the movie, and that's about it. Okay. Um. I've. I'm, I'm I not sure. You, I have to tell you. I, I, I do want a novel. Supposedly, I huh? heard that. I heard that the novel got a mixed review. Like not as many people liked it. Yes. I, the thing is, I have to mention this. It's Yumi Toma. It's Yumi Toma that uh, that that's her. It's her novel. Um, she's the seiyu behind. I think it was uh, Scold. Was yeah. it Scold or Erd? She played Erd. Um, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. She's the seiyu, and she uh, and we met her. I met her. Um, like she came to see an anime some years ago. I think it was like in nine, uh, like ninety nine or something. She was a you know very polite person to deal with. I I, I hosted her Q and A sessions. She had just started started to embark on her writing career when we first met her, and. Um, you know, she she tries to be very you know low key about how she feel how her work is uh, and how she know she, how she how about her perceptions of her own work. She knows that she has a lot of work to do as a writer, and I guess that's the case here. But it is her take on the series. Uh, it is one of her takes on the series, and it has to be respected if only because she is known as one of the characters in the series. Even though I guess fans will think she's somewhat clueless. Um, it's kind of like uh, William Shatner writing a Star Trek novel, which he has. Those on a are good. Occasions. Don't this. But he's chat. a very good. He's a very good writer. Uh, mm-hmm. from what I'm and told. he's a great actor. <laughs> Not. 
Well, he, he has an Emmy, Emmy to show for his, uh, for his trouble. Well, I'm but, thinking more along the lines of his Star Trek mm-hmm. acting. You ought to start somewhere. <laughs> you ought to start somewhere. But uh, the thing is, that's something to mention about Yumi, Yumi Toma. Um, it might be worth the read, if only because of who the author is. Maybe, uh, and, it, well, just, uh, I guess, not, don't have the greatest expectations for it. But try and enjoy it for what it is. All right, uh, to continue on this list, uh, Delray picked up a few titles. Shiki Tsukai. Pumpkin Scissors, which is adapted as an anime right now, uh, and another manga called Aventura, uh, Psycho Busters, and they made an announcement regarding, I guess, one of their other titles called Make Five Wish, which is available April 10th. Um, that's an OEL with Avril Levine. That's what I heard. Oh, the, that's the Avril Levine one. Yeah. See, this isn't this isn't well, the hard for stuff. For a title called Make Five Wish, that's the thing really is, is that is that going to be a, is that going to be published in Japan? I don't know. I know. I heard that Avril Levine has a very, very dedicated fan base in Asia. So don't be surprised if that is headed for Japan as well. If that's going to be seen there. All I know is I. And it may actually do better there than it will here. I'm I think afraid. she mentioned something about her fan base being into manga and stuff like that, and that's how this came about, from mm-hmm. what I hear. So that could mm. be right. It's kind of unusual. There's one title that's listed t- being uh, picked up by Tokyo Pop and another company. Mm-hmm. Um, um, wait. Uh, actually, it seems that the series I mentioned earlier called Takumi-kun, or I guess it's called Takumi-kun series, is a joint project by Tokyo Pop and Blue Manga, because it's listed as... Under Blue Tokyo Manga Pop. is Tokyo Pop, it's, it's, oh, oh, it's still a it's apologies. It's their Yaoi label. It's their Yaoi label. My apologies, my apologies. 10-4. Um, I, I go tend ahead. to not view... Anything any, else? Any other? Is there anything else? Um, CPM didn't pick up anything. Well, that's not a huge New Type USA picked up a clamp title, no surprise there, called Kobato. And it'll start serializing later this year. And oh, right. Bandai Entertainment picked up, uh, not picked up. They made an announcement that the Witchblade manga is going to be available in June. Okay. Now the interesting that's, that's thing about, about that Witchblade oh, yeah, manga also, is that. Sorry. Mike? Sorry. Sorry. You finish your thought. Finish your thought. I was just thinking about because that's an interesting one since they have the I guess North American version, which is a comic book type thing, flipped our way, and then the manga version, which is flipped the Japanese way and it's black and white so I'm intrigued to see how they both look when I go in and check them out right so. I, the only thing I'll say uh, we, uh, uh, that was the same panel the for Bandai um, the Witchblade manga where they made where they made that announcement that's also where they started to give details about the uh, the Haruhi um, release I think I think it kind of leaked out from the SOS brigade like they have these little mm-hmm, episodes and that started and it and then they confirmed a few things at the panel and started mm-hmm. talking about which was the nice. pictures came out though so because there were also pictures Yep. Anyway, um, just just quickly, uh, you do are either of you considering the pre-order of the bo- of either of the box? I would like to, but I don't have the money right now. Uh, I the way things stand now, I'll probably try to get the first one, but I don't think I could afford spending uh, sixty bucks on an anime DVD. Like, I mean, Hurry is awesome. I've seen it, and I and it's one of those series I would like to own, regardless if it's special edition or not. But it, the special edition intrigues me, but it's just a little bit too costly. Okay, understood. Yeah, and that, for that's, poor that's, for poor university student, that's <laughs> to be respected. Uh, James, well, I think you know my opinion on it. I'm gonna try hell or high water to get those special editions if it kills me. Yeah, let's ho- let's hope uh, let's hope uh, let's hope um, there's plenty there's plenty of supply because there be plenty of demand. I'm afraid you, you'd think that, but it's yeah. hard to say because you know what they say with special or limited. Yeah, I know. You I, never and know and how probably, much and that's they print. And, and and that'll be the uh, long term concern. I think. Well, okay. You'd think they'd be smart and common sense and print as many as they think people will want, which is a big supply. But who knows? Yeah, we'll find but you out know, we're, we're, we're not releases, we're, I guess. You know, that you know, that's uh, 
Well, what can you do? We're, we're not the ones in charge. Um, <laughs> is that it on the pickups? Or where, or well, that's it on the pickups that I wanted to mention for now, at least. For now. For now. Is, what do you mean for now? Oh, there was just some anime title uh, pickups and rumored pickups that I just wanted to mention. If, but let's, I, I can save that for them, later. Let's but do them now because um, I want to start. I want to go with the end of the award. All right. Well, uh, Bandai Visual USA picked up uh, Freedom OVA. I believe it's um, done by a famous director. I think maybe the guy that did Shonen Bat. Okay. Continue. Uh, continue. Apologies. I probably got that wrong. wrong. And announcing that they picked up the new G- Galaxy Angel. Yeah, that's series. interesting. That that caught my attention, if only because mm-hmm. it was Bandai Ent, and originally that had the earlier series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now it's Bandai USA, Bandai Visual USA. This is kind of weird, especially when we look at when it's been you know hammered in that the two comp- the, these two are very different from each other. So I'm, I'm surprised that it was well, even picked so, up. So I've, I've, I've heard that te- Galaxy te- Angel didn't really company. sell well. Mm-hmm. Both, uh, all versions to this point. Yeah, well, I don't that's, think that's they my sold understanding. I, and actually, another another little note in collaboration with Bandai Visual USA, uh, Genyon will be distributing their titles, starting off with uh, Demon Prince Enma and Gunbuster 2, which are being released starting in June, or May, May. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, um, actually, that was interesting, considering that, I guess that enforces the thing that Bandai Visual is being treated separate from Bandai Entertainment, because I'm guessing Genyon must have given them the best deal for getting things into the market, yeah, hopefully, like hopefully, it won't throttle things because, um, like distribution, especially when you come when you talk up here in Canada, tends to be a huge, huge issue. I haven't. So seen, I guess if you use the Genion Genion lines, I haven't seen too many problems so far with them. I'm intrigued though because with their newer titles, they don't seem to have dubs at all. It's just sub, even for that demon um, but one you were talking about. But that seems to be a, the thing for Bandai Visual. They're more towards the, you know, the hardcore market. Mm-hmm. So And you get it almost like you're getting in Japan, which is kind of a nice thing to have. Okay. So um, anything else? The other thing is Genyon Entertainment picking up uh, Higurashi no yeah, Nothing that Kurane. Yeah, that was, and there was this the whole, 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 the whole yeah, anime and there's, They're, they're going to be calling it uh, When They Cry Higurashi. Uh, there's rumors that they also picked up Magical Girl Lyrical Nanoha. Uh, another uh, yeah, these are what this is the domain. Yeah, the, the domain. Yeah, the domain names. The other one. The domain uh, name. There's uh, Maria Sama Gamiteru, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's a Saunkoku Monogatari, uh, which, mm-hmm. from what I understand, is kind of like a fantasy shoujo that series. That one was that the one they announced just recently for solicitation? Because I know that I'm not entirely sure. This it. it for the three I, ju- three I just mentioned, it's a domain registration thing. There's one they announced recently. I can't remember. I'm sorry off the top of my head. We'll probably mention in a future episode. But actually, in regards to when they cry, I know people are all over it, but you got to respect the creator. If that's what he says the English name is, that's, that's what it is. Oh, who knows if that's, if that's entirely true or not. Uh, the last thing I wanted to, to mention is that uh, apparently Kodansha is launching this uh, international contest uh, for manga celebrating the 25th anniversary and it's open to anyone who speaks English, Japanese, or actually it says pretty much anyone, like 12 to 50 pages and it just has to be postmarked by May 31st 2007 um, if, if you're interested to take a look, the website's uh, www.e-morning.jp slash uh, sla- backslash imc Inter- it's, a, it's a little bit of an interesting thing that I picked up on. Okay. Mm, and that, that's about all I really had to say. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. So that's it? So oh, and a little off uh, little note is uh, Code Geese, the clamp character design anime, which is pretty damn good. 
was just announced for a second season. Yeah, but that's uh, mm-hmm. irrelevant right now because there's nothing on t- in terms of North America. True, but it's relevant to me because it's, You're it's an awesome series. <laughs> okay. Always a good plug, huh? So, so do we go to, to the American Anime Awards? This, like, I mean, this is uh, like uh, to the you know the most non-issue of it all. Um, you, I guess we should talk a bit about the American Anime Awards since it happened at the. Um, I, I was intrigued by Club. one thing they were talking about it and stuff like that. And one thing that was interesting was. All the presenters, of course, were from L.A., New York, and Houston, and Texas, and whatnot. But interesting enough, they couldn't find even one Canadian from Ocean to come down and maybe do a presentation <laughs> of a award. Not even Scott McNeil, who goes down there enough, could get down there. That's and so that funny. was an interesting thing people that's, noted. That's funny and sad. Um, okay, so I- I'm going to start going down the award winners, and you know we can stop and talk about it uh, talk about it when we get to them uh where do we start oh yeah just why don't we just go through them and i guess we'll uh well the thing is i'll go i'll go through them and then um you know the only thing i have to say is uh full metal alchemists appear to have cleaned up they have a lot of fans and i guess i guess Uh, it was all weighted on um fan vote but the other thing though i think is zach bell which kind of surprised me for those two yeah that that they're 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 now now that's off my radar that's off a lot of people's radar it's it's aired in the u.s right yeah, it's aired in Canada on YTV and aired in the U.S. Yeah, and there you, on, and, I think, and, one of the and there you go, the uh, whole issue about the fan vote. Okay, uh, why don't you go through the? Why don't you uh, just go through the winners? Uh, you list the winners. You have you have the okay. list on you too. Well, as we said, um, best cast went to Full Metal Alchemist. Best manga, of course, went to Fruit Basket, and that's kind of expected. Um, best unexpected. male actor in comedy was Dave Wittenberg for Zach Bell. Mm-hmm. Best actress in, in a comedy was Debbie uh, Derry Berry from Zach Bell. That sounds like such a pseudo, <laughs> pseudo name. It's not funny. I know, but that's what it says. Unless yeah, that's what yeah. I, that's what my ballot says. So and then best theme song, of course, was rewrite by from Full Metal Alchemist. The um, I think it was the fourth ending. No, sorry, the fourth opening. My mistake there. Mm-hmm. Then uh, best feature went to Final best Fantasy. anime feature. Whatever you want to call it. Um, basically, Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children. Like, we hadn't already seen that coming. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a title that I'll agree on for winning the award. And this one, um, Best Package Design, Full Metal Alchemist. I'm going to come back to this one later. Um, best Anime Comedy, FLCL. Holy crap. That's surprise because you know Zach, well, Zach Bell or Z- whatever. Well, they re released it just it's kinda recently. It's kind of like, it's kinda like, um, it's kinda like uh, nobody from Titanic being nominated for acting awards but still got Best Film. Uh, it's <laughs> just kind of weird that way. And then the next one was Best Actor Vic Magnolia as Edward Elric from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Then Best Actress, I agree with this one actually, Mary Elizabeth, basically from. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, All the Seasons, as uh, Motoko Kusanagi. Wow. Okay. And then, um, basically, Best Anime Short Series was FLCL. So that's basically 13 and 13 below. and under. 13 and, and under episodes. And then the long series, of course, being more than that, is Full Metal Alchemist. Cleaned up. So it just cleaned up. They actually sent out a press release on that, which these are all about, saying out the press release, saying, saying how great they we are. We won! You know, you know, all these awards stuff. All, <laughs> all they ever do is generate more money for sales for like yeah, stuff I mean, like Full Metal Alchemist. It's good to get. Who's, who's, who's to really say that these were actually the fan choices? Um, the other side I mean, is it could have easily been a gimmick saying, "Oh yeah, this you know, this is fan voting," but in the end, they could easily just. I already take issue with it because, like, I mean, 
A lot of people noted that it, it looks like, like these are like a lot of these are series that have been around for years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, for now, I think uh, this first year, we'll start off with lifetime achievements, and then maybe we'll actually get to topical next year. Wow. Well, actually, uh, I guess we'll see. you missed one. One guy got uh, a lifetime achievement award. Oh, sorry, lifetime achievement was Peter Fernandez because of, I'm sorry, that's terrible, because of his work in Speed Racer and many of his other features. Now, that Astro was Boy one, too. He worked was, in Astro Boy. That's yep, awesome. He worked in so many originals. And as many fans said, this was one of the most agreeable awards anyone can ever give. And probably the only one. I'll agree, the only one, I'll I agree specifically on that one in you know, Final Fantasy VII because I'm video game geek. There's I not as like many Final features Fantasy coming to North America, unfortunately. Which so, is so, the next, so the next winner will probably win it by default. Well, actually, no, because the two this year that would be in running would be Highlander, Vengeance, and the standalone Complex movie. Okay. Those would be the two ones, and they look so good so far. Maybe a little bit more. What, yeah. what about that uh, American-directed Japanese thing? Oh, uh, oh, um, yes. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, and Paprika King is Crete. the other one. From Paprika Sir and Tenkaku King, King Crete. Well, wasn't so Paprika nominated good. already? In, wasn't pa- uh, Paprika among the nominees this year? For a feature, let me just was it? Yeah, I, I believe so. Remember. Yeah, it was. Oh, it, it was. It was. In. So uh, you know, technically, it shouldn't qualify for next year. It's kind of weird considering it hasn't had an. Well, it had that one showing, which is agreeable, but it hasn't actually made it to the mass market, which gives it a, really a leg not to stand on. You know what I mean? Given mm-hmm. what we're voting, that's kind of interesting. But uh, I was going to say about packaging design. I'm disappointed because the first box that came with. Fomel Alchemist had a sticker on the actual box, which has been a constant problem with Funimation, and the sticker's like promoting it and had a thing on well, it. You just could, like you that, and you can you can't take the sticker off; it just leaves a mark on your box. That's well, you can expect to see and another sticker better. on it now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you, but it's nothing against them. But I think there were better ones out there. I'm just not sure how many of these voters. Are they people just watching from TV? Where are they from? You know what I mean? Like, I'm intrigued to see where these people came from. No, oh, but there you go. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess, I guess, uh, you know, the credibility right now for this, the, this award is somewhat shot, I think. But I guess they'll do it again next year. No doubt. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's worth a couple of tries. Anyway, I guess, uh, anything else to say? I guess that's it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to self-promote uh, Canon 2006 anymore. Yeah, no kidding. Especially since it's ending next week. Yeah. Or all the next few weeks. (laughs) But you just promoted it, so you just broke your goal It's it's, it's okay. (laughs) Anyway, so that's uh, that's it for this little experiment. Uh, That's the... uh, Hopefully it's not just a one-time deal. No, I don't think it'll be a one-time deal. Uh, But I think this experiment worked a lot better than the the bullets we did uh, uh, during the show. (laughs) But you know what? We're going to try both again. So hope you join us. uh, Hope you join us then. Bye, everyone. Good night. Oh, did you catch my good night? Yeah, good night. Good night and good luck. Good night and good luck.